Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I, Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Cordishian Coit on WEEI 401-777-1037. The phone number if you want to jump in on the Patriots. You want to talk about Damian Lillard to Milwaukee. We haven't even mentioned the Red Sox yet. So playing out the <laughs> string here. Well, I know. Playing out the string. Two more left. Uh, in Baltimore tonight and tomorrow. I think more importantly is, you know, what will be done during the offseason. First of all, you have to find a guy to shop for the groceries, right? Who's that guy going to be? Yeah. But I, to me, it, it starts with starting pitching. I think you have to oh. bring in a couple of really good arms for your rotation, and that is a lot easier said than done. So why did Cora come out the other day and say Chris Sale is in, in, I'm intending for him to be my opening day starter in 2024. Came out and said that. Why? Yeah, I, I mean, Why are we doing that? Why? Maybe just trying to boost him up. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Because um, I'd rather them find somebody. I know. Better. I know. We all know we can't. <laughs> more. You can't more reliable. Yeah. Like I don't mind having Chris Sale in the rotation. So but John Henry's already come out and kind of put his, you know, support behind. Cora, that Cora is going to be the manager pretty much next year. It seems like that's the case. So the new guy that comes in, they, they obviously have to find a guy that likes him and can work with yeah. Alex Cora. Uh, it did not work with Heim Bloom. Those two did not see eye to eye. I would like it. Uh, so they have the end of season press conference already scheduled for uh, for Monday. Yep. It would be nice if if ownership would come out and speak about the team, but no, it's going to be Sam Kennedy and, and Alex Cora again. Yeah. You know, taking taking the brunt of it. But I, I just sorry, I just like like to hear from ownership on these things, you know, instead of them hiding behind the, the scenes. Well, Kennedy was on the Greg Hill show here on EEI earlier in the week and he did say, Look, we have to get back to doing the things that we did yep. that made us successful and you know, part of that is spending money, you know, being one of the yes. higher payroll teams in baseball. Yeah. Uh, because you can afford to be. It it just didn't work with Heim Bloom and who knows, maybe Heim Bloom took a bullet for ownership. You know, maybe ownership hired him wanting him to do exactly what he did, and that is build up the farm system and, you know, kind of trim the payroll at the big league level, kind of operate on the cheap, if you will. And, you know, maybe he's the fall guy here when in reality maybe it was an edict from above. Um, yeah, in some ways maybe. But this is a good job. I mean, whoever comes in and takes yeah. Heim Bloom's job, You've got good young talent in the organization, mm -hmm. and supposedly you've got ownership that now might be willing to spend again. Let's hope. So, I mean, that's that's a pretty good combination. Now, where you're lacking again 
is starting pitching. Yeah. You need – and you could go out and make a splash with this Yamamoto from Japan. I mean, that's that's a guy that a lot of people are talking about, a lot of teams are going to be after. Go out, make a splash. Go for it, you know? So on my way home last night from Brown, I was listening to the Reds, end of the Red Sox in the postgame show. Yeah. And they had Justin Turner on. Let me just tell you about this guy. First of all, a, as a Red Sox and a baseball fan, love the guy. Me too. Cannot say anything better about him. I just think – he epitomizes to me what it means to be a baseball player, to be a Boston Red Sox. He's tough. He's competitive. He's a team guy. He produces. He does it all the right way. Look, I know he's up there in age. I think he signed a two-year a two deal with the Red Sox. Is it only a one. one-year deal? Yeah, it's one. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was two yeah. uh, because they made it – he wasn't sure what he's going to do after this season. 38 years old. Yeah, man. I know. I know. But he's still obviously got a lot of gas up in the tank when you produce like – I mean, he's closing in on 100 RBI. Really good year. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's – And a clutch hitter. He is one of those guys, Scott, that when we talk about the fit playing in a big market, Boston, he fits. He's a fit. It, it's – you have to be able to identify that. Whoever the next GM or baseball leader is of this team, they need to be able to identify now, that. There's guys. a player option for next year. An option? It's, it's a, a player, player option. Is it really? Yes. I thought he was out. I thought he was done. So 2023, his base salary was $8.3 million. Next year, player option for $13.4 million. I'm surprised. I, so thought I knew it was a two-year deal. I but, again, it it's a player option, so he can opt out. Yeah. I would love to see him back here, but my – Look, they need starting pitching. You, you've got to get starting pitching. And, you know, think about if you lose that bad out of the lineup. I'm sorry. Rafael Devers, who else you got? I mean, I know Kasha showed some, you know, encouraging signs. I mean, if Duran comes back. But, I mean, you know, Yoshida was decent. But you need another, you need one or two more good bats. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I'm not totally worried. I, I think they will build a lineup. I'm not totally worried about the offense. Um, I think you'll make some tweaks there. I think whoever the GM is, I think, needs to address uh, the defense uh, because it was really bad this year. Um, you know, coupled with don't sacrifice, you know, the offense, but the defense needs to be addressed because this team was really bad, Scott, yeah. really bad. And if that's trade some of your young players to bring back some assets or some guys that can, you know, play some of your premium positions, get, get an everyday second baseman, like all that, you know, you need to address those things um, because that'll help your pitching, whoever you get in here, because they were they were really bad. You know, I, I know we talk a lot about offense and baseball, but defense, you can't be that bad. And they need to get Rafael Devers, their big-time bat, their big-time player. They need to get him back on a field, you know, and, and practicing his defense because – that's a guy that he took a hit this year def defensively. Look, I'm an Alex Cora guy. I, I've always said that you give Alex Cora talent, and he can manage it and manage yeah. it well. He can manage the personalities. He gets to the postseason. He can manage a pitching staff and manage his way through a series. I really like Alex Cora. I also think Alex Cora, we didn't see the finest from Alex Cora, both on the field in terms of his managerial skills and off the field with the way he handled this season. Yeah. Look, I know he was uh, – dealt not the best hand by Heim Bloom. I know Red Sox ownership did nothing for this team at the break. Uh, I know it went up his rear end sideways when, when he made the underdog comment, Heim Bloom, I know all that stuff. Still, he didn't handle it well. Like, he outwardly showed his pretty much disdain for Heim Bloom. Uh, I yeah. think when the organization didn't make a commitment to 
the clubhouse at the all at the uh, trading deadline. I kind of feel like he went in the tank with the team. Like he didn't try to manage them way through it and you know make it an us against them. You know, screw them. We'll win despite them. And you talk about the team's poor defense and poor base running at times. You're the manager. Yeah, you okay? are the manager. Coach yeah. it up. Do mm-hmm. a better job coaching it up. So uh, as much as I'm a core guy, and I am a core guy, he needs to do better next year. He yeah. really does. I think there's a lot of improving to go around. And the defense thing, yeah, I, I think that's fair when you're the manager. Um, you know, but I still put m- a, a lot of it on, you know, just what the, the hand that they were dealt. And, and some days, I mean, we're, we're at the beginning of August at, at some points with this Red Sox team. And they had at one point they were they were battling health so much they lacked depth so much that they had like three starting pitchers and they were two days during the week they were going with bullpen games, that's it, that's unacceptable and inexcusable. You should have the depth in the organization to be able to the whole Barracoa thing when that happened, like that was so bad, Scott. That look of that was so bad. March that kid out there, and him just get shelled and they had nobody warming in the bullpen. I mean, there was just some moments where you're just like, you're just scratching your head, like how how does this, how does this happen? Um, and and I was look, I was in the ballpark, and I'll, I'll criticize Cora for this. The the whole I was in the ballpark the day that they lost to the Jays, and Reese McGuire rounded third and thought a ball was going off the wall, and they were down a run in the ninth inning, and he gets doubled off second base. Like that to me is, I, I put some of that on the manager. I do because. That, that, to me, that's, that's awareness, that's being engaged in the game, that's, you know, there was, there was some issues there. So in some ways he needs to improve. But overall, uh, you know, I like Cora. I think he can manage, you know, a, a, a clubhouse well. I think he manages personalities well. Um, and so I like him going forward. Um, again, to me, it's just it comes down to, you know, his ownership willing to open up the the pocketbook again, you know, and, and spend and get the necessary talent in here for this Red Sox team to to compete again. And they're, they're going to have to spend a little bit at least to be able to do that. So the biggest name in free agency this offseason is Shohei. Now, he's coming off of, of course, his uh, surgery. Yeah. They're saying he'll be able to DH next year, be able to hit, but he won't be able to pitch. He won't pitch until 2025. Is that a guy that you even want to be a player for? Or given the injury and the surgery, do you, do you stay away from that? Um, no, you should be a player. Uh, it, do you ultimately land him? Um, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. But Nick, early in the season when he was getting it done big time, both on the mound oh, and at the plate, $600 million. We, we thought he was like a $60 million a year player. Yeah. I, I think it co- it's come down from that because of the injury. Which is why you should be player. And the, the point here is I, with Otani – I, I honestly, it would be great if the Red Sox went out and they signed Shohei Otani. That, that would be buzz. That would get people in the ballpark. That People would be excited about that, particularly with, you know, the fact that he would, at some point would hopefully be able to come back and, and pitch an elite level again. Um, at, at, at the very least, though, Scott, the Red Sox need to be a team that is a quote-unquote player and mentioned and competing for guys like this in free agency. Because that's been one of the biggest criticisms is the last couple of years, there's been big free agents out there, and people are like, well, the Red Sox aren't going to sign him. Right? Because ownership doesn't want to spend, so they're not going to sign him. They're yeah. not going to do that. Like That's been one of the things that you've lost is your, your status as a big market team and player for everybody. You should be in the conversation 
with the Dodgers, with the Yankees, with everybody that is out there that typically goes after big fish. That's why I think the Yamamoto thing I think is important. I would rather them go out and get pitching. And so I, I, I think the Yamamoto thing, they should be players. They should be involved there. They should go after him. Blake Snell? Um, I don't – I'm conflicted, but they need pitching. So I, I would probably do it. I, well, how old is he? Uh, that's a, that's a question. Could, let's see. Yeah, uh, I don't know where Blake he's Blake Snell is age-wise. 30. Okay. All right, that's not bad. Um, so, yeah, okay. Turned 31 in December. Yeah, I'll go after him. Uh, they need pitch. They need arms. So go out and get arms. Go out and, and you know, find guys. Leads the National League in ERA. There 14 you go. 14 and 9. There you go. Okay. Yeah, his personality is the thing that I'm like, meh, whatever. But whatever. You need pitching. You need arms. So I, I, I would probably go after him. Um, you know. Yeah, they, they, the point is they need to get guys in that rotation. Think about Snell. You look at his career. Yeah. He's only had two real good years. He had the 21 win season in Tampa in 2018, and this year 14 and nine. Listen to the six and eight, five and seven, six and eight, four and two, seven and six, eight and ten. Hmm. Well, and the Padres having a good year. So the fact that he's he's having a good year is that's a tribute to him. Um, Yeah, but to me, they need to get back to the traditional starting rotation thing. I don't want to see freaking openers again, Scott. I want to see. A pitching rotation yeah. with a bullpen, with your traditional setup, because I just don't think the opener thing works and is sustainable, and it burns guys by the end of the season. I just, I don't, and maybe it's me being old school. I just don't like the philosophy at all. Um, but what one thing Heim did well, um, and I think you need to sort of build off of that is he did do a good job this year building the bullpen you know, at the back end and getting premium guys back there. Kenley Jansen, Chris Martin were really good. Yeah. You know, go back and and have that set up again. You have to have – because if you can lean on that, then build that starting rotation and get your traditional set up. And, um, you know, one guy I'll say, you know, good things about who I think deserves at least the opportunity to be in the back end of your pitching rotation next year – and he had a good night last night, is Nick Pavetta. I think Nick Pavetta has pitched really well for them. He has. Yeah, and I think he would be a really good 4-5 starter yeah, back if, there. Yeah, if he's your 4-5, your, yeah. your rotation should be solid yeah. in theory. So keep him around. I, I, I like him. I, I think he's got a little bit of toughness there, which I really like. Um, he really embraced whatever role he had this year, so I think he deserves you know, to, to have that. Um, you know, And that's those are the sorts of things you think about here late in the season. I know the Yankees are doing the same thing. Boy, I'll, I'll throw some more praise out. Um, have you watched Michael King pitch for the Yankees the last he, month? He's been, like, seriously one of the few bright spots for the Yankees. The kid is really good. Yeah. Really good. And they should put him in the rotation and keep him there next year. And then you go in next year with him you know, and with, with Garrett Cole, who's probably going to win the Cy Young, probably should win the Cy Young. Um, you know, build off of that if you're the Yankees. You know, I mean, one of their downs is the fact that Rodon is really bad Did yeah. you see him last night no scott he didn't record an out he gave up wow. eight runs and he didn't record an wow. out wow it was brutal and that was your big offseason signing Ooh. yikes that is bad they they either need to get him back on track or uh, deal him or I, I don't know but yikes that was bad so right, let's uh, squeeze in another call before we take our next break matt in warwick wants to talk a little football this morning good morning matt you're next on cordishi and coit on weei yeah good morning guys as, as i was just listening to you uh, talk about the the red sox though 
Um, I was I, I, the only game I went to this year was the one that Verdugo didn't show up for. I'm not sure if that was before or after the game you were talking about, Coit. Oh no, it was or, the, same uh, the game. catcher. Um, Matt, we were at the same game it, because Verdugo was no, was not in the lineup. <laughs> yep, they yep. benched him, and then the end of the day, McGuire got thrown out at second. Yeah, same day. Okay, yeah, we had the kids with us, so we ended up leaving early. That was another five hundred day, five hundred dollar day of Fenway. Yeah. So that was like the worst professional baseball player I've ever heard of anyone doing. Like, Jeez. but anyway, um, that guy Yamamoto is for real. But you know, they're gonna everyone's gonna bid that guy up. So I really hope they they try to make a a play for him. I guess he's I guess he's pretty good friends with Yoshida, and so is um, you know, the guy from the Angels. So Otani, it's gonna, yeah, yeah. It's gonna cost money, but. I think it's a great investment, actually. Pony up, um, to get baby. that pipeline going. Pony up, man. Yeah, yep, exactly. Pony up. So as as for tomorrow, um, my idea tomorrow is a huge game in Dallas, which I think they I actually think they can win for some reason. I don't know. I, I just think they have to. I don't care who they have out there. Like you, you have to throw the ball downfield. You have to like sp- get the spacing right and and stretch out. The, the defense is not that good because they lost Diggs at the cornerback. I mean, obviously you have Micah Parsons out there wreaking havoc, but um, you know they lost against the, the Cardinals just, uh, last week, and they got it wasn't even close. So, I mean, they got some issues. It's just Bill O'Brien. I'm, I, I can't say I'm not a fan, but like it's just too conservative. Like I don't care. I mean, they've had some bad turnovers early in the year that that, that led to points, but they can't have you shy away from just getting the ball downfield. That's the NFL today. You have to have big chunk plays. Yeah, My I, don't know. Play of all I, I don't know that they Bra- have the receivers do to do that, though. I, that, that's the problem. Like, if, if you're going to yeah. rely on Devontae Parker winning contest, we, we were told when they signed this guy, he can win those contested battles. He really hasn't been that guy for the Patriots. I'm sorry. He just hasn't. So, not I'm not a fan of the deep shot if it's not there. I think sometimes Mac takes too many of those, yeah. and it just ends up in an incompletion, and now you're bringing on the punting unit. They, I talked about that earlier yeah, in the show. They, they definitely need more chunk plays, exactly, but Scott. they got to pick their spots. they got to pick their spots. Just like you said, I'm not talking about that deep ball when you throw it up. Yeah. I'm talking about the spacing of a, of a you know, of a, of a, of a well-run play. Like when Brady used to do that play action, it was a long play action, faked the running back, turned right on the spot right after he, right after he faked it and threw it down the seam, the Gronk. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a play where you freeze the linebacker, you know, and you get the spacing right. It's it's it's, it's a down, down the seam every time twenty yards. I mean that's a that's a well run play. It's not throw it up for grabs. And first of all, I never understood this whole Devontae Park. I think he caught one of those balls. He doesn't even fight for the ball when you throw it up for him. So I, I don't I don't get that whole thing. But anyway, guys, um, have a great day. Another rainy right. day, but uh, I'm looking for a big day tomorrow at the Patriots. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. Well, so he's predicting an upset. I, I, this game has 2013 Cowboys written all over it. To me, no, no, seriously. <laughs> no, both te- you're right. Both yeah, teams with right. very good defenses. Yeah. Although you know the Cowboys losing Diggs, I think really affects the back end of their defense a little bit. But um, real good defenses. Um, I've been consistent. I said this from the start of the season. I picked Philadelphia. I picked Miami. I picked the Patriots last week. I will pick Dallas this week to beat the Patriots because I see a team that has more talent on its roster, in my opinion, than the Patriots. And um, and, until further notice, I'm picking the more talented team. That's Dallas. I say Dallas wins in a low-scoring battle, twenty to thirteen tomorrow. I think that's a great. I, I thought like seventeen ten. Yeah, I'm like right around there with you, Scott. I, again, the Patriots' defense will keep them in every game and give them an opportunity. I'm picking Dallas because the Patriots' offense hasn't shown me the consistent enough ability to score points right now. If they can do that, 
they will have a chance. Right. They could win the I game. agree. You know, they, they, it is not going to be a blowout. I just don't see that for this Patriots defense. I think they're too good. Um, they can know. score 24 points, 27 oh, points. that's a, that's yes. a magic number. Ab- yep. Absolutely. You know, and I think they're if they can get the running game going again, that will really help things. It'll help the play action. It'll help everything function on offense. It comes down to that offensive line, you know, helping out. And, you know, if, if Zeke is motivated going back to Dallas, look, he will look for motivation anywhere. So if he can – and if he can run the way he did last week, I think he can be a really – Productive player, as as a uh, Boston sports radio talk show host said a couple of weeks ago, Scott. Let's eat cook. We let's yeah. eat cook. <laughs> well, if they're going to get that running game going, Ramondre Stevenson has to average yeah, more does. than the 2.9 yards per carry he's averaging yep. right now. Now, again, I know there's been offensive line issues, yep. so that's part of it. But Ramondre needs to be better. All right, one more quick one before the break. JP in a car wants to talk about the Red Sox. Good morning, JP. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. CNC, go local real quick. After watching the Ryder Cup, my golf game doesn't look so bad after that blowout yesterday <laughs> and embarrassment. Red Sox, they're turning into the Patriots. I'll tell you why. All we talk about is Belichick on the Patriots. Who's the coaches? It's the same thing with the Red Sox. I'm not spending $500 for a hot dog. I don't drink beer, but a hot dog, somebody's beer, pocket, and a ticket to worry about who's the coach, who's the GM. I want to know what star is going to jack one at the Lansdowne Street. We had the names. They let them go. I want to know that my starter is going to be a stud when I go to buy a ticket and go. They need names. It's Boston. It's not Tampa. And I can't wait to Lindsman. Yep. Marshawn turns a whole team into a bunch of Lindsmans, and we got some life in us this year. <laughs> let let him loose. I love Thanks, it. My guys. dad would the love rat. that. The rat. I love that Kenny reference. Kenny Lindsman. Love that reference. Nice, J- JP. JP, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. He's right. They, they, the Red Sox, if they can go out and get some names, absolutely. Names are good. Yep. Look at the jersey sales that came out in MLB yesterday. It was like the top 25, whatever. Not one Boston Red Sox player. Well, maybe they need to date Taylor Swift, and the jersey sales will go up 400%. 400%, yeah, that would yeah. actually help. Before we go to break, by the way, I got a message from uh, from John Whetstone on uh, on Facebook. It says he's listening in Madrid. So we got listeners around the world nice. this morning on Cordishi. I love Madrid. I was there four that? years ago with yeah, Brown Basketball. Nice. I was in a cool city. That's when we called you uh, Barcelona Red. Yeah, Valencia or, uh, Red. Valencia Red, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Oh, Sorrentine's nickname yeah, right. for me. Now right, we'll, Riviera Red. We'll take a quick time out, <laughs> and we'll come back to wrap things up. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.